Well, hello. You're listening to the Queens of the Blues podcast with me, Gina Coleman, from the band Misty Blues. This podcast celebrates the prolific female blues music from the early 1920s to present times. This show entitled, While Women Don't Have the Blues, is entirely about Ida Cox. Ida was a singer and vaudeville performer, best known for her blues performances and recordings. She was born in 1888 and grew up in Polk County, Georgia. Ida joined the local African Methodist choir at an early age and developed an interest in gospel music and performance. At the age of 14, she left home to tour with Clark's Black and Tan Mistrels. She began her career on stage by playing Topsy, a character from Uncle Tom's Cabin. Ida's early experience with touring troops uh, included stints with other African-American traveling minstrel shows like the Rabbit Foot Minstrels. Now, the Rabbit Foot Minstrels were important not only for the development of Ida's performing career, but also for launching the careers of her idols, Ma Rainey and Bessie Smith. Ida was also a songwriter and gave her two idols a run for their money. Thus, she was billed as the uncrowned queen of the blues. Let's give a listen to a song she recorded in 1923. Here's Bama Bound Blues. Thank you. 
the success of Mamie Smith's 1920 recording of Crazy Blues, record companies became aware of a demand for recordings of race music. The classic female blues era had begun and would extend through the 1920s. With her popularity in the South rapidly increasing, Ida caught the attention of talent scouts and secured a contract with Paramount Records the same company for which Ma Rainey recorded. Between, 19, between September of 1923 and October of 1929, she recorded 78 titles for Paramount. Here's a Paramount song written by Lovey Austin. Any Woman's Blues.
just love these old recordings. <laughs> In 1927, Ida married Jesse Tiny Crump, a piano player active in the Theater Owners Booking Association vaudeville circuit. Um, in 1929, Ida and Crump formed their own tent show review, Raising Cain. Um, Ida performed as a title act, and Crump served as both piano player and manager. Through the end of the 1920s and into the early 1930s, Raising Cane toured black theaters across the country. The show proved so popular that in 1929, it became the first show associated with the Theater Owners Booking Association to open at the famed Apollo Theater in Harlem, New York. Let's give a listen to the title track for this episode, While Women Don't Have the Blues. Get real wild 
something, I wouldn't tell you a lie. Why, women are the only kind that really get by. Cause why women don't worry, why women don't have Wild women don't have the blues. All right, well, I guess I'm not wild. (laughs) In 1939, Ida was invited to participate in the Carnegie Hall concert series From Spirituals to Swing, produced by John Hammond, in which she sang with James P. Johnson on piano, Lester Young on tenor sax, Buck Clayton on trumpet, and Dickie Wells on trombone. Let's give a listen to the song she performed in that show, which gave her career a boost after the Depression. Here's Four Day Creep. Got the meat shaking on my 
Now, Ida recorded for OK Records in 1940 with a band that included Charlie Christian, Hot Lips Page, Fletcher Henderson, and Lionel Hampton. She continued to perform until 1945 when she was forced into retirement after a debilitating stroke which occurred during a performance at a nightclub in Buffalo, New York. Here's a song that was released with that all-star 40s band, I Can't Quit That Man. I used to say I'd never see the day when a love crazy fool I'd be. Used to stall them all. Love to see him fall, my men were just plain things to me. But when that Superman came along, he made me change my song. I can't quit that man. I can't quit that man. Everything it takes to make me love him, he's got. Right from the start, he put me on love spot. I can't quit that man. I can't quit that man. His loving is delightful, delicious, so sweet. His modernistic technique makes love complete. Now you understand. Why can't quit that man? understand. (laughs) Ida kind of disappeared from the music world until 1959 when John Hammond placed an ad in Variety magazine in search of her. After locating her, Hammond urged Ida to make another recording. And in 1961, she recorded the album Blues for Rampart Street uh, for um, 
Riverside Records with the Coleman Hawkins Quintet. The album contains songs from her repertoire. A review in the New York Times said that, that Ida, at the age of 65, had lost quality and range and intonation, but retained her charismatic and expressive delivery. Let's close out the show with a song from that album that she first wrote and recorded in 1923. Lordy Lordy Blues. I'd rather be dead 
all for this episode now don't forget to check out misty blues and our queens of the blues tribute show whenever possible here are some upcoming dates which you can get more details on through our website www.mistybluesband.com tomorrow we are heading out on our first tour of the year february 18 through 24 uh, when we head down south for shows in tupelo montgomery Jackson, Birmingham, Knoxville, Oxford, and Muscle Shoals. So, once again, this is Gina Coleman and the Queens of the Blues podcast. Until next time, be well and God bless. Mm-hmm.